They accept all my imperfections. Sorry for the disconnection, but here's all the missing sections. You know Mega Brand came equipped with weapons. I don't mean Smith and Wesson's, but the gun smoke will choke ya. We do it for the culture. Lights of the round controllers up in holsters. It's a beautiful world. I'm smelling everything. Take flight and soar on legendary wings. No swagger from Mike Hagger. Wrestler turned mega, turned teacher, turned rapper with mad gear. Leveled up from last year. Trust me, it's dynamite from the third strike to final fight. So I'm gonna stay locked in since 83, way past 2010. You never heard of this live ass. The Cap County podcast. So I'm gonna stay locked in since 83, past 2K10. You never heard of this live ass. The Cap County podcast. Welcome to episode 30 of the Capcom Unity Extremely Official official Podcast. We are back <laughs> after something of a hiatus, uh, and we do apologize for that. We, it's been at least two months, I think, now since our last uh, Capcom Unity Official Podcast episode, uh, largely because we've been traveling, which we'll get into. First off, though, I am Greg Aman, and I'm joined once again by Yuri Man. Good to have you. And uh, Brett Elston is out fighting crime today, but we're happy to introduce Harrison Young. What's going on, everybody? I know uh, you guys can't respond to this, but well, you know, maybe we'll get some... Uh... Please leave a comment yeah, on the Capcom Community blog the... stating <laughs> what is going in as on. much detail as possible what is going on. Please keep it clean. <laughs> so, Harrison, uh, you're new here, but uh, you might not actually be new to, to some Capcom Unity folks. Can you just give a little uh, primer on your background? How, how did you get into all this? Uh, so, I mean, I feel like I've still told the story a million times, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell it a million and one times. I uh, was playing Street Fighter 4. I... Me and my buddy played for about six months versus each other, and we're like, you know what? You're a great dude, but I got to play somebody else, man. So we uh, <laughs> we Google searched 707 fighting games, and SRK forum came up, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, check this out. There's all these guys at Starbase Arcade. And uh, they invited us to come over and, and play video games every Wednesday, and then we're like, oh, these guys are you know pretty cool. Let's hang out more. So uh, that, was, that was pretty much it. That was the whole story. Uh, every... We basically went every single Wednesday for about four years. So, and then wow. you know, during all that time, it was I met Haunts, which you guys know is Lord Haunts, I guess, or you know, Nidel, uh, <laughs> Shin Haunts, all the names he goes by. But uh, he's the he's the uh, he's the Street Fighter guy. He's he's the he's the dude. So, we did a bunch of stuff together, and I did a bunch of uh, Capcom related things along the way, mm-hmm. like Capcom Cup. Uh, I streamed TFC. I streamed just bunch a bunch of my own events and uh sprinkled in a bunch of capcom events oh very nice capcom is just gradually absorbing the entirety of its community into <laughs> official staff i am all for it i am all for it <laughs> uh man that's cool i wish i'd known that. i was actually 707 as well when i first moved to california and it was around that time i wish i'd known there was anything to do <laughs> and what I mean by 707, I mean the real 707. I don't mean, you know, What's considered... the Vallejo. Those guys uh, aren't real yeah. 707. It's Sonoma. It's Santa Rosa. It's Petaluma. Yes. That's there it. you go. Yeah. Hey. The real 707. <laughs> Represent? That's the area uh, code, right? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just. Uh, it's actually maybe. the blood type. <laughs> um, 
So we are back, and uh, we've been up to a lot of stuff. Um, the reason it was it was hard to do any podcasts, uh, we you know it probably wasn't completely beyond us. We just kind of felt uh, stretched beyond our means, I guess. But we we were we've been on the road. Yeah. So summer is usually kind of like that. We had E3 uh, in mid June, which was awesome. I think it's no secret that this was a great E3 just all around. Uh, and then following that, there was what? There was Anime Expo. And yeah, that was like two weeks after that or so. Yeah. And we had San Diego Comic Con, as usual. And uh, Evo was just this past weekend. And uh, in that time, there's been no shortage of Capcom news, as it happens. There's been a, there's been a lot of stuff going on. It's basically what we're going to do this podcast, I think, is just sort of recap the last couple months yeah. of uh, news beats. So I guess the the big thing on everyone's mind, especially after Evo, is definitely Street Fighter V. And we were trickling in info, and then we kind of sent a torrent of news alongside Evo, which makes sense. But uh, we have – so our current roster is up to – what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and now eight characters. Uh and they've con- they confirmed over the weekend that there's there's going to be 16 characters at launch, four of whom are brand new to Street Fighter Universe. As of now, we have Ryu, Chun-Li, Charlie Nash, who is apparently back from the dead, <laughs> kind of Frankenstein-ified, eyesed. <laughs> uh, M. Bison, Cammy, Birdie, Ken, and newcomer Nikali. He wants to devour you. He That's- wants to devour... He looks like a violent man, if nothing else. I mean, there's already photoshops of people, you know, of Nikali taking Ken and dunking him into a basket. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do get kind of an Osiris Wrath vibe. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's ready to throw down some hurt. Yeah. He's, he, a, he's an angry man. He he's looks got like wild he hair. He looks jealous. like he doesn't care much for shirts or clothing in general. Mm-hmm. He just, like... You know, covering whatever's necessary. But speaking uh, of yeah, and speaking of uh, crazy hair, uh, Ken, who was also recently announced, uh, he's he's got quite the new do. That is a uh, some outrageously yellow hair he's sporting. <laughs> um, so him next to Nikali, it's sort of like a, a battle of crazy hair. Uh, also, you can punch and kick. <laughs> I feel like he's the Ken that everybody's been wanting. You know, for a really long time. Uh, he's yeah. like, he's really his own character now. He's not some Ryu knockoff. He's mm-hmm. he's Ken. He's got his own Tatsus. He's got his, he's the uppercut master, finally. He's yeah. Ken. Good. Yeah, I was at, before before the wonderful world of Guy, uh, I, was, I was definitely a Ken player. Partially just because he's so accessible. But there's something about him that I preferred over Ryu even back in the day. So it's it'll be cool to see him even the more color red. distinguished as a player. I think yeah, I, I, I see your trends here, Greg. The color red. You went from Ken to Guy. Like, there's no escaping it. I guess Ken is the most similar to Dante uh, from Devil May Cry. I mean, looking at Would these two right here, I'd say Nikali. You know, he's this got this demon-looking dude right here, right? That's true. Well, he's like permanent devil trigger. Permanent <laughs> devil Ken trigger. Ken is literally played by the same guy as Dante. Yeah, I was just going to say. Dumb. Yeah, the voice actors. Ruben. That, that's one of the many you know exciting things that happened at E3 is we got we got to sit down and have some quality time with Ruben Langdon, uh, who has portrayed Ken, 
Uh, he's provided motion capture for Chris Redfield wow. in the past, all the way back to up, uh, Code Veronica. Which, which Redfield? The the five Redfield, the one with the muscles. Code Veronica and five and six Redfield. Ooh. Weirdly enough, wow. so he was pre and post muscles. <laughs> punching boulders. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, definitely check out every, like all the news on the Unity blog for Street Fighter Five. A lot has happened. The main, uh, the main new uh, you know buzz is around uh, the the service model that uh, we've announced. So basically, it, they're sort of uh, turning over a new leaf for Street Fighter. Gone are the days of forced uh, add-on expansion discs that you have to buy, like the Super and the Ultra and the arcade editions. Of the world. So basically, there's one initial disc. It's the only disc you'll ever need to own. And then all subsequent rebalances and system adjustments will be available for free. And then all post-launch gameplay-related content will also be unlockable through gameplay. Just play the game. Uh, Of course, you can also uh, purchase... You can use real money to purchase in-game currency to also buy that content. So you either buy or play to get it. Uh, it's a new model to try out. I think uh, it's pretty exciting. It's definitely, uh, you know, a new uh, model for Street Fighter that I think is pretty welcome by the players. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of a lot of people that end up, you know, getting super into Street Fighter, you get to it gets super into it, and you play like hundreds and thousands of hours, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you're gonna be playing that much, this this feels like a you know, a fair reward for that. You know, you play that much. And I, I don't know what the criteria is. If you have to <coughs> throw like twenty thousand fireballs to unlock a character or whatever it is, but <laughs> oh man, twenty thousand fireballs! So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how their uh, the Street Fighter team is is handling the the uh, criteria for giving out the you know currency for uh, new characters and new things. Mm-hmm. But the point is, since you're already playing so much of it, you might as well get something extra out of it, right? Well, I think something so. that they're trying to stress is that it's also friendlier to people that maybe don't play constantly or people who took a break, you know, and then they want to come back, but they don't want to have to buy a new disc just to be playing with the current player pool, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get caught up. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's a big deal. And I think, uh, you know, I hope people are, uh, you know, into that. I hope that they dig that new model because, you know, for me, it's like anytime the company experiments with a new idea like that, uh, I get excited because it's just yeah. good to experiment and innovate and get out of your comfort zone and hopefully do things that are better for everyone. Yeah, and I like the approach of, of it being more about options, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, you can get the people that ha- that have all this time and then put all this time into Street Fighter, but then you also look at Street Fighter, and then the series is now like 27 years old, right? Oof. So, uh, so you can expect there's some people there that are, you know, they've been playing since the first one and mm-hmm. started when they were 20. And now they're 47. Mm-hmm. You know, th- uh, do they have the time to play? So, if the answer is no, they can easily drop some amount of money to get yeah. some items here and there. You know, so it gives the options like a, a fair, balanced option for both those that have time. And those that I think don't. it's funny. Like, it seems like there's definitely the two types of gamers, and I think when you're either or, it's it's hard to imagine that the other pool exists. Right. You know? like <laughs> when I like when I was in high school and gaming all the time, 
you know, I didn't have any money. So the the notion that you would have to pay for – and this didn't exist back then because when I was in high school, it was PS2 and there was right, no such right, thing right, as right. digital. But, uh, you know, if you told me I would have to pay for – or even had the option of paying – to unlock costumes in a game or something, I'd be like, why would I? No, I don't, I can't. <laughs> but now it's like, if you told me I had to work and spend time unlocking something or pay a buck or two bucks, I'd be like, I will not miss those two bucks. I yeah, would miss yeah. the time, guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, and I mean, you're saying it, it's like, it's not a bad thing either. Like, it also gives, you know, developers a chance to put it in stuff to games that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Yeah, I mean, if, but, if you can, you know, if all of a sudden now you can justify creating something based on, you know, the, the interest of the people, um, I think that's, you know, it's, it's going to be a, from the sound of it, it's, it sounds like it's going to be like a dynamic thing, you know, that's the idea of the service, yep. right? You see what, what the trends are, what people are doing. Constantly so. hyphen evolving, yeah. I believe is how it has been phrased. And appropriately enough, announced at Evolution. <laughs> 2K15. Uh, so, yeah, so basically the, the way it'll work, it'll, you'll have an in-game currency called Fight Money that you earn just by playing the game, and then you can use that to unlock post-launch content like characters. And then there's, quote, Zenny, bringing it back. It's sort of a Capcom traditional currency. Uh, and that's just basically does the same thing, but you get it by purchasing it with real money. So Right. Two in-game currencies... And uh, two ways to unlock stuff. Meanwhile, uh, much less of a big deal, but also very cool. Um, so there's a company called Brave Wave, and they have this mission statement. Uh, they've started this series called the Generation St- Series, and their mission is to bring ultra-high-quality classic video game soundtracks out using their own extraction methods. They're trying to extract the audio directly from arcade boards, uh, and in this case, they're, they're doing the Street Fighter 2 arcade soundtracks, extracting the audio directly from the CPS 1 and CPS 2 versions of the game. And it's coming out uh, both on CD and uh, vinyl formats with nice liner notes and art. You get some uh, words of wisdom from composer Yoko Shimomura and Polygon's Matt Leone. Leone? Sorry, Matt. Uh, <laughs> so we'll keep an eye on that. Just another small beat, but uh, I'm super excited about it. The, the vinyl's super nice. It's like this translucent orange disc. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, check it out on the blog. Looks okay. super cool. Cool. Great for we'll, collectors. We'll do. We'll do. And uh, that's just part of this generation series. So it looks like they're they've got more of that type of thing planned. So yay, Street Fighter. Meanwhile, in the world of Resident Evil, jeez, I don't I don't even think uh, Resident Evil Zero was uh, announced, or it was just announced the last time we had a podcast, but Resident Evil Zero is a thing. You may remember this game from the GameCube era. A fair number of people may not have played it because it was a GameCube exclusive and then a Wii exclusive, but they're bringing it to modern systems. It's actually coming to last gen and current gen and PC early next year. So if you have anything, you can play this game, basically. (laughs) 
Uh, and it's just a it's it's basically a companion piece to the the remake that came out in January. So uh, they've taken a pretty game and made it even prettier, given an alternate control scheme for people who can't tolerate the the tank control thing. Uh, and we're trying to <clears throat> to you know keep the buzz going. We have a little contest going on that is super cool. It's a it's a t-shirt design contest. This is just a you know relatively low effort contest where you design a t-shirt. That will be unlockable free DLC. It's a T-shirt that Rebecca Chambers is one of the protagonists. She wears in game. Uh, the contest is several weeks long. It's basically tournament style. So you you have a number of designs pitted against each other on a website, oh, okay, okay. and you can you su- submit your own designs. They even give you art assets that you can use to do so on the web page. Uh, or if you don't want to exert that much effort, you can just vote for other people's designs. Uh, and anyone who votes at all. Uh, during the tournament, we'll get a download code for free for that shirt, whichever oh. one it ends up being when nice, the game comes nice, out. Nice, Yeah, I mean, this this uh, reminds me of the uh, when we had the, the Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate uh, weapon design contest. Uh, this same similar uh, vein, you know, like you get to design something that's actually going to be in the game. Yes. You know, the, the prize is not that you're going to take something home. All, but, you know, I think, in my opinion, it's... Kind of, it's it's cooler, you know, in the way like you you contribute to a thing that's in the game that you know potentially millions of other people are going to play, mm-hmm. you know. Speaking uh, of that, so I mean, since you brought it up, let's jump to Monster Hunter. So you've got a contest going on right now. Uh, I do. I yeah. think it's like the coolest contest I've ever heard of in any capacity <laughs> or context. Yeah, so we have uh, we have a very unique contest. This is the first for us where we we you know we just. Doubling down on on the pricing, it's like the biggest pricing we've ever uh, mm-hmm. put together. I think in the past we gave out you know systems and um, copies of the game or collectors. Uh, we we had a couple of contests in the ba- uh, you know, previous uh, entries, but this one, uh, the idea was that uh, we're giving out a weapon replica, uh, and it's a life size re- replica. And replica. It's, okay. Yes. So. <laughs> Uh, and it's the it's from the same guys that made the previous ones that we took to our events. So I mean, you can look at our Facebook page and and the, the you know on the Capcom Unity blog, and you'll see that um, we've had these these life size replicas. Um, we have a Rathalos greatsword, Brachidio's uh, dual blades, and the uh, Bone Insect Glaive, and we took those to a, a series of events, uh, and they're like they they got some they they have some uh, they have weight to them, mm-hmm. and and they. Uh, they're very sturdy, and like the attention to detail is there, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's based off of the actual in-game model. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're gonna take that that idea that we can make really high-quality weapon replicas, and we're gonna throw it out to you, you know. So, you tell us what your favorite weapon is. Now, it has to be one weapon, not a weapon type. So, the idea is that you know you're gonna take that one weapon that you're really, really passionate about, and you're gonna tell us. Why? Why you're so passionate about that weapon? Mm-hmm. And if you win, we're gonna make from scratch. Well, from from the based on the in-game model, mm-hmm. we're gonna make a brand new weapon uh, and then ship it over to you, so you can hang it on your wall or you know put it together with your cosplay or something. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's up for you to uh, decide what to do with it. But the point is, you get to take home a weapon replica and they're like. We've never had anything like this before, mm-hmm. and I I don't know how many, you know how many other companies have done anything like this. So uh, for us, it definitely feels like we're you know we're we're breaking some of the 
uh, standard contest uh, <laughs> rules here um, or practices. But, yeah, I mean, we really wanted to make something special. Um, and like I said, to participate, it's actually pretty easy. Uh, all you have to do is, is make a little video. And everybody has a YouTube account or Instagram nowadays. So mm-hmm. if you don't, it doesn't hurt to create one. It's supposed to be super quick. Uh, you know, and also like cell phones or camera devices are super ubiquitous right now. So um, it shouldn't be too hard to create a little video. Not at all. Uh, it doesn't have to be something super fancy. You know, mm-hmm. if if you if you pour all your passion for that weapon and uh, and and the the rule that I'm I'm keeping in the back of my mind right now is if you make me cry, mm-hmm. you're definitely in the top three. And uh, if you like contests, we still have a couple more. <laughs> so the Mega-, Mega Man Legacy Collection, the Megacy Collection, uh, also I don't think was announced the last time we had a podcast. But uh, that's a thing. It's a collection uh, of the first six Mega Man games, uh, the NES games, basically. And uh, this it's so- sort of in a similar fashion to the the uh, Street Fighter soundtrack we were talking about earlier, the uh, the Brave Wave. Uh, sort of preservation project. This this is this collection is also very much a preservation project. This is uh, headed up by Digital Eclipse, and uh, their mission statement is they sort of want to be the Criterion Collection of video games. That's how they've been putting it. So they they take old games and they meticulously, almost psychotically, preserve them to the best of their ability uh, using some patented techniques, and uh, you know. Really, it's about preserving the games as they were and trying to pr- preserve the creator's vision rather than, uh, you know, just do sort of slapdash ports or, you know, quote, <coughs> fix things. That, right, right. <laughs> you know, he, uh, Frank, who who's sort of the creative director of the project, uh, he said he, he doesn't really feel that it's their place to, to fix uh, you know some of the bugs that were in these games. You know, and especially now when it's so far after the fact. You know, like gamers have grown to love a lot of the little flaws in the Mega Man games, especially in the speed run scene. You know, you see them exploiting that stuff. So it's a it's a true preservationist project. It's only going to be fifteen bucks, and it comes out this summer on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and uh, with a 3DS version to follow this winter. Yeah, so you can. Uh, I guess when this is out, you're going to be able to go on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Capcom Unity. Uh, Capcom Unity videos. Capcom Unity videos, sorry. <laughs> uh, new guy here. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're going to be able to go on there, and there's a about 45-minute uh, gameplay of Grega Man and Brett, uh, you know, Brett dropping his knowledge with the uh, Mega Man universe there for about 45 minutes. So there's going to be an in-depth, you know, showing of, you know, what the game has to offer and things like that, what to look forward to. Yeah. Did you guys do any of the challenges live? Uh, yeah, you showed off the challenges, and then we just got, we showed off the database museum. Yeah, because uh, I think like that that's that's a good uh, a good addition to the preservation angle. Like the, it, it's great that they're preserving this thing, but you know once you crack open the you know this whole thing, like you can create these little you know challenges, just like the mm-hmm. the you know the NES remix that Nintendo put out. 
Uh, so in it's, a very it's similar really, yeah. Vein. yeah. So it's really good that cool that those are there. Yeah, I mean, I, I should go over that a little bit. So yeah, basically, they've they've stitched together moments from the game into these sort of obstacle courses that you play for time, and then uh, the top 100 times in the world so because there will be leaderboards the top 100 times you'll actually be able to watch their replays and they load up like instant instantly there's no loading it's just boom watch the best player in the world at that challenge uh, and then there's also some other features that are really cool especially if you're a super mega man nerd there's a database uh, that that gives you little you know profiles on each of the enemies and uh, it actually lets you instantly sort of practice fight any of the robot masters in the games. So yeah. if you, if you want to know how to take them on by the time you get to them in the games, so you don't have to get a game over and play through the whole level again, <laughs> uh, you can do that. Well, and isn't that true for every enemy? Like you can go on the enemy database? No, 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 no. You can only do it with the oh, robot okay. masters. I thought it was, okay. And then there's a, there's a sort of museum mode where you can, uh, I might be mixing those up. I have been known to do that, but there's a museum mode and a database. Uh, the other mode, in in any case, uh, it just it's just full of old art assets from, uh, you know, when they were making the games. These old old pencil sketches of enemy designs, and uh, you'll see robot masters in there when they still had like their just made up prototype names, you know, like their working names. Uh, it's really cool and just really uh, an interesting piece of gaming history. And you can blow these things up. They're, they're super high-res scans. So you can blow them up and just, like, fill your entire giant modern TV with a stupid pencil sketch of a robot frog. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's just nice. And, uh, you know, it's, it's 15 bucks for these six games. Uh, preserved really nicely with these extra features. Uh, there's some. There's a variety of viewing modes. There's there's a wide mode if you're crazy. There's the super crisp original aspect ratio. You can apply filters that add scan lines or that add a sort of CRT style ghosting effect. It's it's just it's a cool collection, uh, and it's coming pretty soon. And if you like Mega Man, there's an art contest in progress right now through August 14th. Uh, basically, the idea is submit your own version of uh, box art for one of the six games. Just make your own art uh, that is supposed to represent the game of your choice. And six people will win copies of the game when it comes out. We're actually also doing something to that effect where we uh, release an art piece for each of the games, right? Yeah, yeah, we have yeah, like awesome a, like new key, key art, art for, yeah. for each of the six games. Uh, that's, you know, I think represents the games that are there a lot better than the original <laughs> North American box art did. Guy with a gun and, yeah. like, yeah. Weird palm trees. <laughs> dressed in yellow for some reason. Somewhere futuristic <laughs> Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I always think Miami, too. <laughs> Uh, uh, what else? So, meanwhile, uh, in the world of Devil May Cry, which has long been my realm, uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition is finally out. It's actually been out since June 23rd, but uh, buy the damn game, guys. It's awesome. It's, the be- <laughs> it's one of the best action games ever fathomed, and it's only 25 bucks. It's a very clear call to action. You can buy the uh, damn game. If you have a PlayStation <laughs> 4, an Xbox One, or PC... Greg from Capcom says this is the best. It's certainly up there. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, dozens if not hundreds of hours of replayability because you've got five playable characters. Dante and Nero are back. They're joined by Virgil, 
who's a fan favorite, and uh, Trish and the newly playable Lady. She's never been playable before in any game. Right, right. So uh, lots of different ways to play the game, tons of unlockable difficulty modes. And, uh, you know, these kinds of games, like the the fun is their own replay value. These games have so much depth to the combat. Uh, And now, especially with the new consoles having uh, very quick and easy uh, sharing functionality, uh, I, think oh, yeah, that, yeah, I think that gives the game a very long tail. You know, people will be recording and uploading combo videos for, I'm going to say years. For years, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, because people were doing combo videos for years after DMC4 came out. Yeah, or even three. Yeah, even, yeah, that's true. And on that note, we are doing another style tournament, also in progress right now. We have contests for, like, everything right now. <laughs> uh, so, basically... That's that's all you do. You record uh, a clip based on the criteria that we set each week for each character, uh, and then we narrow the video submissions down to a top five. The community votes on their favorites, and whoever wins that vote gets a signed Japanese disc version of the game. Yes, that means you're getting the game that you already have, but it's a, it's an awesome collectible. It's signed by the director of the game, uh, Itano-san, and... Uh, for the sixth final round of the tournament, those five winners of the previous rounds will face off uh, in a freestyle round. There's fewer parameters. You can pick your character and all that. And uh, whoever wins that vote in that final round wins the limited edition special pizza box version of the game, which was also uh, Japan exclusive. And uh, yeah, that, that yeah. comes signed by the director and the producer. Wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. I really I'm, like to look at that pizza box. It's sitting it's on my desk waiting for me to steal <laughs> it. I'm not going to steal it, though, but I am jealous. Uh, uh, yeah. I, am, I am jealous in advance of whoever wins that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Even even if I did get that good at the game, I wouldn't be able to participate. I mean, uh, yeah. Ultimately, I could probably be appeased with just a an actual pizza box with pizza inside. Well, let's have but. some pizza after we're done with this contest. Let's. Yes. And I think that pretty much brings us up to speed, guys. This has been kind of an unconventional episode because we're just getting back, you know, back into it. It's basically been a recap the last couple of months. Capcom uh, recap? A don't go there. <laughs> uh, we'd like to bring that back as well. Um, we just don't have an ETA right now. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll skip the community question this week, or at least the formalities of it, but if you if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear us cover on the podcast, guys, let us know in the comments, because uh, we're definitely open to feedback. We want this podcast to be entertaining for you. Just bear in mind, obviously, we're not going to, you know, announce new games as a right, topic. Or, right, What? Or like, Come on. Remember that? We Maybe were getting bag. consistent, like, Facebook messages that it's like, hey, Capcom, what do you think of, and then it was like... Another company's games? Is like, <laughs> yeah, this is like yeah. It was like, what, what do you think of Metal Gear? And like, you're asking Capcom what they think of Metal Gear. We can't. I guess in the <laughs> podcast, I mean, we do talk about 
uh, you know, right? But we're not going to drive an episode, like an entire episode about Obviously, somebody yeah. else's game. Obviously, we, if we don't like something, we're not going to say. Right. And we're not at liberty to <laughs> like to bash anything, but we we certainly bring up other things as examples sometimes. Anyways, topic ideas we're welcome to suggestions. And that'll see us out. Enjoy the end music, and thanks for listening, guys. Bye.